Welcome, welcome to the Damon Bruce Show. It's good to have you here the 29th of September, a Friday, our last Damon Bruce Show of the month. By the time we're doing post-game and Damon on Sunday afternoon, by the time Larry and I are hosting 49ers Wake Up next Monday, which is also Warriors Media Day, which could affect the actual go time of our 11 o'clock show. We'll figure it all out, though. We'll take care of you. Uh, it's... Uh, it's it's been a great run. What a fun September we've had. And October is around the corner. Yeah, boy, we got an awful lot coming up here in the Bay Area. Basketball starting soon. We're not going to have any postseason baseball, but boy, the 49ers, they have our full attention and we will give them our full attention in just a moment. But we have, shall we say, a rumor to start with, a little tea leaf to start with, to see how we read these. And uh, luckily, your guy, you know, hi, I'm on the YouTube. I guess I'm a journalist now. There are some people like really doing that. Well, again, I'm new to YouTube, but before I got here, I guess I was a journalist then. Being a, I guess I was a journalist then throughout Bay Area sports through about the last 20 years or so, I've gotten to know people. I've gotten to know insiders, uh, not the insider that you hear about on a radio show, but an insider who is so inside of a situation, you would never let anyone know that you had that relationship because it would really screw up your insider relationship. Well, I have a couple of those. Your boy knows some people uh, around these parts. And I can tell you that I've got a, a very good insider who gets information straight out of the San Francisco Giants clubhouse. Um, There is information around this team, and he texted me yesterday while I was on the air talking to you here. He texted me yesterday, you heard it here first, Kapler is getting fired today. No one knows, but now you do. And all right, well... I thought that's a little aggressive. Luckily, I've been around these parts long enough to where I don't just have one doctor. I got someone who can give me a second opinion. So I reached out to my second opinion guy who is very dialed in to the Giants' business dealings. Let's just say uh, no HR payroll is made without this guy having direct knowledge of what's going on. He works in the business of the San Francisco Giants, and I reached out to him. And I said, what do you hear about Kapler? And, you know, I said, I heard that he was getting fired today. And he wrote back and basically said, you know, that's really more of a headline for Monday, if you ask me. So I've got two people from within the Giants organization telling me that Kapler is on borrowed time. Am I officially reporting that the decision has been made? I guess I can't do that in the name of not wanting to be wrong. But, folks, I would be stunned if Gabe Kapler were the manager of the San Francisco Giants on Monday. And all you needed to do was to then know what I knew, like heard this setup, and then heard the Farhan interview yesterday on KNBR with Tolbert and Copes. Farhan, given every 
chance to offer some sort of a reason to keep Gabe Kapler around publicly, to start prepping everyone for the cushion of him landing as the Giants manager going forward in another year. He had that opportunity to create that cushion, to start laying out that net, that pillow for the Kaplers coming back news to fall into. He did not put out that cushion. He did not put out that net. A tea leaf reader with no connections could listen to that Farhan interview yesterday and think, it sounds like Gabe Kapler is getting fired. And I listened to the same thing. I heard about it. I heard it. Heard the same thing that you did. And then knowing what I know from guys inside the organization themselves, giving me one, giving me no pushback to the rumor that the other guy said this could go down today. Now, what I did right back to my friend, uh, I said, look, why would the Giants do it with three games left? It's just not the Giants way this weekend. Maybe tonight. No way. That would be nuts. It just isn't who they are. And he wrote back, you might be right, but trust me, the decision's been made. So, look, I can't tell you who this person is and continue to go back to them and and get inside information. So I'm just going to tell you that all the precincts that I walk past on my sports cop beat are reporting that it really doesn't look good for Gabe Kapler. So I just wanted to start today's show with that. Do we have breaking news? That's not breaking news, but we have a lot of breaking informed innuendo that Gabe Kapler's on borrowed time. Ooh, perfect. The sip of the day. I feel it's important that we get to the sip of the day early today because I heard that it's National Coffee Day. Do you know that? I, I, did, I, did, I, I heard that on the radio this morning. It's National Coffee Day. A couple days ago was National Daughters Day. I saw a whole bunch of people saying, I love my daughter. And then apparently yesterday was National Sons Day. I saw a whole lot of, a lot of people going, I love my sons on Facebook and whatnot. Um, I didn't participate. I do love my sons, just not on social media very often. Uh, neither is on social media. So why tell them that I love them on Facebook? It's a little performative, so I don't bother. Don't have any daughters. So I didn't wash, wish anyone a uh, happy Daughter's Day. But today is National Coffee Day. Well, that's a holiday I can get behind. So happy National Coffee Day. Forget about your sons or daughters. Let's stick with what's important. Happy, happy National Coffee Day to you and yours. Sip of the day in the books. And we'll see if uh, Gabe Kapler is still on the books beyond Monday, but it really doesn't sound like it from where I'm sitting. And I know that that is news to a lot of ears in San Francisco. I also know that it's uh, it's only filling one ear. And in the other ear, you also want to hear that Farhan's getting his too. It feels like they're going to go one more go around with Farhan at the very least with a new manager. And, you know, this week we've spent a lot of time talking about the the messages that the Giants are sending to the rest of baseball, like if you're a starting pitcher, you used to want to come here, but now maybe not, because if you don't start very well, you're going to be a long relief guy, and they're going to bullpen your ass right back to the bullpen, and that might hurt the the Giants standing in the eyes of agents and free agents and are, are, the, are the Giants in good standing with the business of baseball 
for people to bring them their business of baseball players and signing and so on and so forth. Let me tell you what would be really bad for the Giants to fire Gabe Kapler with three games left. That would be a massive dick move. Whether you think he deserves it or not, it just it's not going to happen like that. It's not who the Giants are. It's not who you even want the Giants to be. You do not want to be a team that's letting a major league manager go midway through a season. That's a sign of our plan was bad to begin with. We don't have the temerity to stick with our plan and we we just it, we, we, everything is wrong and we're going to try to cobble it again. No, there's, there's no, there, once the ship leaves the port, let it set sail, let it go on its voyage, let it return. And that's when you make decisions about whose cargo, who's going back out. It's just unlike the giants to dismiss Gabe Kapler. What the, the Thursday before the last three games of the year, I knew that that wasn't going to happen. But it officially sounds like it's going to be happening on Monday. So there you go. That's the way the wind is blowing. Wind is blowing some uh, good business news, though, into San Francisco. Uh, Chase Center has been awarded the NBA All-Star Game in 2025. Uh, that's what happens. You build a brand new gorgeous arena. You get an all-star game. That place is absolutely set up with VIP rooms behind VIP rooms and then VVV very VIP rooms. That place has got layers of VIP hospitality baked into it. Uh, I-, I wish I could show you all how the other half live. It's really, really nice. I've been granted access to a few of the nooks and crannies of Chase Center that make you feel like a billionaire a couple of times. Uh, it's all been gratis i've all really appreciate it appreciated it i couldn't afford it um but oh it's nice so the nba all-star game is going to go down very well in san francisco uh this is going to happen right after what uh, or, or right before i guess uh no i guess right after because the bay area is going to host the super bowl in 2026 so you get the what well, so you get the 2025 nba all-star game in february then you get a Super Bowl in January and uh, of the following year. And then you're going to get the World Cup coming through town. Not bad for a city that's in a death spiral, right? That's not bad. I hope everyone's ready for the death spiral. It includes now the NBA All-Star Game, the Super Bowl, and the World Cup. Not bad. Our death spiral should be the envy of every other death spiral in the world. <laughs> Oh, if I read another article about what San Francisco isn't from someone who's never even been here, I think I'm going to throw myself off a beautiful orange bridge one day. So it's really good to have you here. Thank you so much for stopping on by. We clearly have an awful, awful lot of, uh, of football to get into, but we need to let you know that today when you're thinking about lunch, I want you to think about my guy, Ike. Here's how much Ike thinks about me and supporting this. Not only is he a sponsor, which means he's throwing an element of financial support my way, but he has already gone to Uncle Boy's and shot a video there. He has been to Palmetto Superfoods and is putting some sunlight of his huge social media following on them. That, my friends, like, I don't even want to tell you about Ike's The Sandwich today. Let me tell you about Ike the person. That is partnership. That is friendship. That is family. 
So go take care of my family, who not only takes care of me, but takes care of everyone else in the family as well. I know that when we were all together for our Plus Mania 2, Ike was talking to Charles of Blackened Whiskey. And, you know, today, I hate to let you know, and uh, well, I certainly hope it's not the last day that Blackened is is an official sponsor, but they are at the end of their financial quarter and don't have any more sponsorship dollars to be throwing my way. So today is the last time that I'm going to be popping the little blackened uh, thing here, but I'm going to tell you, it's not going to be the last time we're drinking blackened whiskey. They say they're going to be back in Q1, and I really hope that they do. It's not National Whiskey Day, but it's officially time for sip of the, what is it? It's uh, it's 11.13 in the morning on the West Coast. Here's to blackened whiskey. My first official sponsor of the Pluse. Charles stepped up to the plate before anybody and made that deal. Thank you, Charles. This is for you. This is to you, to Blackened. It's been a great partnership. I hope it's not over. Mm. (laughs) Look at it this way. Even if the partnership is over, me drinking this stuff is not over, so I'm sure it's going to continue to make the show. As a matter of fact, I'm positive. I'm positive it's going to make the show. Uh, Our friends at Uncle Boy's continue to make the show. They are the sponsor of the Michael Urban Good for Ball, Bad for Ball segment. We're going to keep Big Herb's memory alive, and uh, we'll get to that a little later on in the show. It's how we're going to wrap up each and every Friday before we slip into Club Plus, before we then slip into... um, the VIP room that is the AMP app, where today we're going to be slipping into embarrassing songs. Guilty pleasure songs today. Guilty pleasure songs. One is so embarrassing, I almost didn't even include it on the playlist. I didn't. I almost didn't have the guts to share it publicly, but I will. My man Stefan is sharing publicly the success that he's having as a handicapper, and it's stunning. It truly, these are real, and they are spectacular. Go to bottomlinebets.com. Stefan, the man, is on fire. Now, you you probably hear a lot of people saying that about a handicapping service. Um, You would be knowing this if you signed up a few weeks ago, like I told you to. Go to bottomlinebets.com right now. Daily, weekly, monthly subscriptions. He also has a special to get you the rest of the football season and months and months of his plays. Check it all out. If you signed up with Stefan and have just been rolling over, you are up so much just Here we are now four weeks into the season. Week four did begin last night, and he had the winner last night, Thursday night. He took the Lions. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Go ahead, go on his social media, and he's posting winners. Folks, bottomlinebets.com. I mean, quit screwing around. Go find out for yourself. I would like to help you make money. So would Stefan. Bottomlinebets.com. Again, forget about my word for it. Go find out for yourself. And what do you do? Where do you make the bets then? 
How about mybookie.ag and use promo code DAMON when you sign up? Promo code DAMON gets you a 50% deposit match up to $1,000 and a $10 casino chip to use on their casino floor, which is like any other casino floor in a casino. They got all kinds of casino games in there. But if you're into just sports betting, my God, mybookie.ag has got you covered with fun, interesting prop bets, player, individual props, team props, everything that you could possibly think of is there for you to explore, check it out mybookie.ag and use promo code damon d-a-m-o-n when you sign up so there's the business the business that we're doing the business of sports the business that'll come to town with a super bowl an nba all-star game and a world cup all happening within about 18 months of each other that's pretty impressive And come Monday I'm going to be telling you about a new sponsorship to make all of you sports fans look as cool as possible. I'm going to be setting you up with drip drip. I got the coolest t-shirt store in San Francisco signing up to becoming the part-time official outfitter of Damon Bruce plus check out Jack's on chestnut street. I will tell you more about it starting on Monday. I'll be wearing the coolest t-shirts you've ever seen around Bay Area teams starting on Monday. I got to look pretty in front of the camera now. I didn't want to do it. I didn't want it to be part of my career. They forced me into this. We all have to now pay the price together. All right. We got football. Football's already underway. We had last night, as it was pointed out already in the chat, and we will be getting to the chat. I pinned this one from earlier. Uh, J.J. Raider saying, Doesn't matter if you have one ass cheek and three toes. I will beat your ass. Kneecaps were bitten last night. Deece. Deece nuts. Indeed. Dan Campbell and the Detroit Lions. Get used to saying something that you've never said in your life. That's a big win for the Detroit Lions. I think we're going to say that a few times this year. That's a big win for the Detroit Lions, who filled Lambeau Field with as many Lions fans as there were Packers fans. First of all, Lambeau is impossible to take over Lambeau. Lions fans did it last night. So, wow. Talk about a a sleeping giant's probably a big exaggeration, so we're not going to go there. But, man. Man, man, man. Um, JJ Raider says Larry's got tea leaves. What do you got, Damon? I got ganja, ganja leaves. I'm reading the ganja leaves. <laughs> RIP Cougar Rebel. Don't make don't mess with me, Damon. That better be true. Look, I'm just telling you that informed people are telling me Gabe Kapler is in a lot of trouble. Just telling you that. And all you had to do was listen to Farhan on KNBR yesterday. It didn't sound like Gabe Kapler's safe. That's for sure. Don't tease me, Damon. Don't tease me. Promises, promises. Sam Bruno, Mike. Again, we will get back. Uh, Damon, is this Joan in payroll? No, not Joan in payroll. She's my Niners insider, not Giants insider, but thank you. (laughs) Joan in payroll. Joan in payroll needs her own T-shirt eventually. Look, all I can tell you is that the man's lost the clubhouse 
that's pretty, pretty obvious. That's pretty obvious. So once you lose the clubhouse, I really don't know how you go about getting it back. I told you this was going to be a 49ers show. It is a Friday before the 49ers play, after all. I want to talk a little bit about this offense, which has scored 30 or more points. And if it does so again this weekend, it's going to be seven consecutive regular season games, which Brock Purdy and company have been 30 or more. Christian McCaffrey, just keep it up, man. Christian McCaffrey, you want to talk about being on a heater to start a year? My man, Stefan and Christian McCaffrey, kind of in the same boat. Uh, He was just named the NFC Offensive Player of the Month for September. It's the second time it's happened for Christian McCaffrey since joining the 49ers. It happened in December of last year, and it happened in January of last year. And since there is no award for February, is Christian McCaffrey now won the NFC Offensive Player of the Month award three months in a row spanning two seasons? I believe he has. I can tell you there's a reason why they keep on giving these things to this guy. It feels like a big mouthful. I don't hear anyone else comfortable saying it out loud but me, but I'll do it again. Christian McCaffrey is the best San Francisco 49er weapon since Jerry Rice. Have a good day, everybody. That's the entire show right there. Christian McCaffrey is the best 49er player, offensive weapon, since Jerry fucking Rice. He really is. Guys, unbelievable. With a hundred or more yards from scrimmage and a touchdown against the Cardinals this week, McCaffrey would be the first 49er player ever to open a season with four such games in franchise history. He'd be the first NFL player to do it since DeMarco Murray did it for the Cowboys back in 2014. He would also become the fifth player ever in NFL history to open a season with a streak like that, 100 or more scrimmage yards and a touchdown four straight weeks in a row. It's only happened four other times in NFL history. DeMarco Murray, we just told you about him, Emmett Smith, Billy Sims, and O.J. Simpson. So, you know, I can't help but notice how many of those names are actually in the Hall of Fame. And that's where Christian McCaffrey's career is going to end up, folks. If he stays healthy, he's a Hall of Fame player. Let's do that around the Niners. So Trent Williams' career could end today. He's a Hall of Fame player. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, if he stays healthy, is a Hall of Fame player. George Kittle, if he stays healthy, could be a Hall of Fame player. Nick Bosa, if he stays healthy, could be a Hall of Fame player. Fred Warner, if he stays healthy, could be a Hall of Fame player. Talanoa Hufanga, if he stays healthy, could be a Hall of Fame player. Everywhere you look, there's an incredible amount of talent on this roster. If he stays healthy, Josh Dobbs could totally screw up the Arizona Cardinals' plans. Look, when the Arizona Cardinals cut bait and signed Josh Dobbs with two weeks before the season began to be their starting quarterback, it sounded like they were going out of their way to sabotage their own success. Did it not? Sure did. So Josh Dobbs, if we're being totally honest, is probably better than Arizona even wanted him to be. Arizona signed Josh Dobbs and won't replay Kyler Murray when he comes off the pup list so they can get out of the business of being in the Kyler Murray business and draft 
Caleb Williams out of USC or Michael Penix out of Washington or whoever is going to be the premier quarterback. They want, they want a quarterback in this draft and they want a premium position to go get them. They don't really want to win a lot of games in Arizona. And Josh Dobbs might be the guy to screw that up because Josh Dobbs is fourth in NFL completion percentage, second best rate and aggressive throws into tight windows. And he's coming off a 120 passer rating game and the upset win over the Dallas Cowboys. Josh Dobbs will beat you if you take your eye off him and let you. And the Cardinals have been scrappy through three weeks with a win to show for it over the Dallas Cowboys. Arizona head coach Jonathan Gannon says, you know, this team's aware that Kyler Murray's about to come off the pup and they've got a plan for that, which means, yeah, we're not going to play him. We're going to go with Josh Dobbs and try to bottom out. But Josh Dobbs might not let him bottom out, right? He is absolutely starting together, get together and figure it out and get comfortable with the players that he just met two weeks before the year started. Michael Wilson, Marquise Brown, Rondale Moore, the wideouts, Zach Ertz, Trey McBride are the tight ends, and they are all starting to figure it out with James Conner, who is a monstrously big running back, is, is off to a really good start this year. The 49ers are giving the Cardinals, what, 14? It's a lot of points, man. It's a lot of points. It's a lot of points to the point where I might like that. Cardinals lose, but cover the 14 sounds very reasonable to me. But then you keep on looking at the things that the 49ers do well. And I don't know, man. Let me tell you about this 49ers defense. See, the 49ers defense is yet to rack up gaudy Nick Bosa's sack numbers. So a lot of people think that this defense is off to a little bit of a, a slow start with Steve Wilkes. Well, you know, they 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 had the 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 Los Angeles Rams just cutting through them like a knife through butter in that first half. So this defense isn't nearly as good as the 49ers defense of just a year ago, as far as I know. Well, they turned around and gave up 150 yards to the New York Giants. That's it. They played a lot better looking at the box score than they did against the New York Giants looking at it in real time with your own two eyes. And then you look at this. The 49ers defense last week didn't allow a single big play. So a big play, according to the NFL, is not just your opinion. Hey, that's a big play. A big play, as far as the NFL is concerned, is a measurable statistic. A big play, according to the NFL, is any rush that goes over 10 yards, any pass that goes over 20 yards, and any element of a return, being kick return or punt return, that goes north of 30 yards. So it's 10 on the ground, 20 in the air, 30 returning. Those are classified as big plays by the NFL statistical poobahs. Last week, the San Francisco 49ers didn't allow a single big play for the New York Giants. It's the first time in 20 years the 49ers defense didn't allow a single big play by their opponent. Wait until Nick Bosa is in football shape which I think he will be on Sunday. Bosa, Hargrave, Kinlaw, 
Armstead, Drake Jackson. Look out, NFL. Look at God, that was really good too. It was God, the sip of the day is just popping up all kinds of places. What's funny is it'll be the middle of the afternoon. I'll be sitting on the couch. I'll be doing something else. I'll take a really good sip of water and I'll say out loud, sip of the day. <laughs> Even though I'm not doing the show for anybody, it's me. It's sitting alone in my living room. I'm like, oh, sip of the day. We got to get that thing sponsored. San Bruno Mike's message, Joan and Payroll, has been up there a long time. I forget to take the suns down. Damon, are you and Larry going to do an emergency show if Kapler is really gone? Yes. Look, if if Kapler is really gone, we will do an emergency show. Maybe I don't. I can't speak for Larry. He might be busy, but I will hop on and do an an emergency. Au revoir, Monsieur Kapler. Show if we have one. I will give you that. JJ Raider, Damon's sources are from sandwiches. He reads the sandwich. It sounds weird, but I can dig it. <laughs> yeah. Look, I, 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 if a sandwich could work somewhere around the Giants, I would have it as a source. Believe me. There's no doubt about that. No doubt about that. Folks, week four is here. The Lions brought it in with a roar and a win in Green Bay on Thursday night. What a great slate of games we have for week four. The NFL gives us a heavyweight fight in the early slate. Dolphins and Bills. Woo! So Jillian, her fantasy quarterbacks are Brock Purdy and Tua. And she wants to go back to Brock because she's a huge 49er fan. But I'm like, honey, if you come off a quarterback who was on a team that just put up 70 points. That's on you. <laughs> like I, you know, I, I, I you should, probably shouldn't do that. Brock is good Tua right now. I wouldn't come off Tua if I were you, honey. Um, even though they're playing the Buffalo bills, bills and dolphins. I mean, get the 12 ounce gloves. That thing is going to be a heavyweight fight. Broncos and Bears in a battle of the, let's call it the Incompetence Bowl. Uh, who's going to 0-4 there? We got Ravens and Browns. That is just cooked up to be a defensive slugfest. Uh, Raiders and Chargers, very sneaky, interesting AFC game. One of those teams has a chance to live with a win. The other team basically is about to start to die. And then at 125 in the afternoon, I'm sorry, folks, it's Mark Sanchez and Kevin Kugler. They got your 49ers Cardinals game on Fox at 125. And then we got a Sunday night game and a Monday night game, both at MetLife. Wouldn't it be amazing if Taylor Swift tore her ACL at MetLife Stadium watching Travis Kelsey and the Chiefs play the the Jets on Sunday night football. Like Taylor Swift, she went down on the field pregame and she tore her ACL. I'll look at it this way. I know the NFL doesn't regard a single one of its players as protect that player at all costs. I think that they're looking at Taylor Swift as protect her at all costs because the NFL has more 14-year-old girls watching football than ever before if Taylor Swift just might be shown in the game four, four, three, four times. <laughs> that chick's good for business.
Look at Jillian popping in here. Another breaking news. Rest in peace. Die Fi. Yeah, Diane Feinstein passed away, age of 90. Lots of signs that she was slipping off this mortal coil were were there. Um a true San Franciscan. We'll just leave it at that. I don't want to get into politics today, but a true San Franciscan. Rest in peace, Diane. She got shit done. So Debo is a question mark. With Debo being a question mark for Sunday, that's where I start to feel like Arizona with 14. Eh, I think I like that. But if they get Ayuk back, I mean, he's the big play guy anyway. I like Juwan. Third and, third and Juwan. I like Ray Ray. I like the Niners' depth at that position, but they're obviously they're better with Debo because Debo speaks to what I was talking about yesterday, that level of violence that you get out of the 49ers' offense. And that's what's special. We're not talking about offensive linemen. We're not talking about the battle on the line of scrimmage. We're not talking about defensive players. I'm talking about wide receivers and fucking violence. That's who they are. They deliver blows offensively. Normally, the offense is the recipient of the blows that the defense delivers, not the 49ers. Kyle has built a bully. Let's see how nasty it gets. I have built a playlist of guilty pleasures that you won't believe today. I'm going to be sharing some of my personal vulnerabilities with you today over on the AMP app. If you ever were going to sign up for AMP and follow Damon Bruce over on AMP, today would be the day to do it. You won't believe what I got queued up for you. Now, there's a lot of people who correctly identify any guilty pleasure as Yacht Rock. It feels like Yacht Rock and guilty pleasure, there's a like a, the Venn diagram is almost a perfect circle there. Even though I got a little Yacht Rock on here, I'm keeping it away from Yacht Rock. Again, the Damon Bruce Guilty Pleasure playlist probably has more decent music than most Guilty Pleasures playlists than you would accept. And I got one song here that is so absolutely humiliating. Again, I didn't almost. I, how about this? I could give everyone in my audience 100 guesses. None of you would guess what is my ultimate guilty pleasure. It's so shameful. I don't think I'll ever talk about it in public, but for today. That's how embarrassed I am by this. <laughs> What's the old very crude yet funny saying? You know, fat chicks are like mopeds. They're an awful lot of fun to ride, but you wouldn't want your friends to catch you on one. <laughs> it's, not, it's not the most noble thing to say, but you get what I'm saying. I've got my moped of guilty pleasures ready for us all to hop on and ride on the AMP app. You've all been warned. Okay. One story before we get into Club Plus, and this is something that just the world needs to stamp out when it happens. You just got to be sent home. Like, no, no, no. The world is for better people than you. Did you see the story this week that a Philadelphia Phillies fan tried to bring an emotional support alligator named Wally 
into a game against the Pittsburgh Pirates. This is my emotional support alligator. Really? It's like when the woman showed up with her emotional support rabbit at the Giants game. This is my emotional support bunny, and I have to bring this bunny. Look at it this way. First of all, you're a huge fucking pussy, but if you got to have something that is an emotional support anything, make it this fluffy, adorable creature that you could, like, calm yourself down, very tactile. You can. How is it an emotional support alligator? An emotional support alligator? Come on. That's, it's like, saying, this is my emotional support chicken. What, what are you talking about? An emotional support alligator. We, again, we cannot tolerate everything that we tolerate the intolerable. That person should be sent home. By the way, uh, the uh, Wally Gator has uh, now 26,000 followers as of uh, Thursday morning on TikTok and has over 100,000 followers on social media. So maybe I'm doing something wrong. Maybe the plus needs an emotional support alligator. But to me, like any element of them. So why, Damon, why, why would this bother you? Well, I'll tell you why it bothers me. It's because my fraternity used to be a place where we would train seeing eye dogs like they would give us a scene because if you're a puppy who can live in a fraternity you can deal with a lot of shit so we would take a puppy for a couple of months get him used to being around a whole bunch of different people negotiating all and then give him back to the place that turned him to be like an actual seeing eye dog that's a support animal you know People who suffer from epilepsy, they start having an epileptic seizure. They need an emotional, they don't need an emotional support dog. They actually need a support dog to give people heads up that this person is in an epileptic seizure. They need some attention. They start barking. They sit on them. They protect them while they're vulnerable. That's an emotional support animal. Your emotional support alligator should be called a, I'm seeking attention for social media clout alligator. There is no emotional support alligator alligator for god's sakes fucking phillies fans <laughs> sorry all right we're back to about 12 after 11 here on the chat the chat is the chat is 30 minutes old so it's stacking up r.i.p cougar rebel ikes is a real one he sure as hell is man he sure as hell is you Good folks are a real one. Thank you so much for tuning back in every day. It means so much. We get the same several hundred people in here each and every day, and I love you all so very, very much. I really do. The crowd continues to grow. I am so excited about getting football back, Niners football back this weekend. Post-Gaming Damon, two-minute warning, 49ers Cardinals, join me there. And then the following Monday morning, Damon Bruce, Larry Kruger, 49ers wake up, 8 a.m., simulcast on both of our channels. Be with me on Monday morning. Whatever happens, Niners and Cardinals, post-game and Damon will be with you at the two-minute warning. Damon and Larry, the following day at 8 a.m., simulcast on both of our channels and we hope to see you there meanwhile thank you so much for tuning in today if you're rolling with the podcast the podcast has been downloaded more times in the month of september than in any other month we've had that so thank you for being part of this success story it means so much to me my wife my family thank you for supporting me my sponsors blackened again one for the road 
and we hope you're back in Q1 2024, baby. Black and whiskey. Mmm. Sip of the day again. Blackened, we love you. We love you. Whether you come back or not, we love you. You were there and you took an at bat when I didn't even have 2,000 followers, didn't even have 2,000 subscribers to offer Blackened. My man Charles said, I'm rolling with you, Damon. Thank you, Charles. Thank you very, very much. Sports don't build character. They reveal it. And like that, he's gone.